Guys, it's the Cook and the Coach podcast. I'm Kenny. I'm the cook. Bays, I'm the coach. Welcome to episode 80, guys. Can't believe we're already here. Episode 80. 80. It's pretty crazy. Before we started recording, me and Basil were talking about weed. And I was talking with my hairstylist about this, actually. She was telling me that it's a common misconception that there's a difference between indica and sativa because now they're so crossbred that they're more similar than they are different. So there's like mm. other specifications that you can look at. I forget the, the right. specific words that she was saying, but it's kind of a, is misnomer the right expression? But it's it's a common misconception. And I didn't know that. Yeah. the the My shout out to Spencer over at Chill. Use my chill code when you hear this episode for a temporary yes. order at Chill Botanicals. Yes, um, buy it all. Buy everything. So basically, <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? I'm trying to cast a spell on them so they buy all your shit. Is it working? <laughs> you tell me. Check your pocketbook. You watch a lot of Harry Potter recently? Still actually, actually, hold on. Shorts are short right now. Can you see? Wow. I have my I actually do have my Gryffindor me undies on right now. <laughs> You're a full on potterhead now. I am a potterhead. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, shout out to Spencer. He um he basically broke that all down to me. How like, yeah, like there is like a difference, but it's like it's not what people think it is. Like it's it's a lot more complicated than people realize when it comes to like indicas and sativas and stuff like that. Here's something I heard that was a follow-up to that she was telling me that if you're having a high that's that's getting a little bit too like too much you're too high she said that um you can try eating whole peppercorns and something about the the makeup of that and the and the high it can like it can calm you down anyone listening who's really high right now and you're too high try that out see apparently i don't know if this is true maybe this is just an old wives tale but apparently if you take peppercorns and chew them when you're too high it'll help you get less high that's interesting i have to check that out i know well she was telling me that it's in her stash now it's it she along with the the various forms the beautiful substances that she has she has a little thing of peppercorns in there as a as that fire extinguisher as that emergency brake as that as that parachute in case things get a little bit too froggy hey sometimes you need a parachute sometimes you need a parachute if you get a little too of, high. Uh, reminds me of um, Lee Syatt. Remember, you know Lee Syatt? Mm. Uh, Joey Diaz is co-host on his on his old podcast. Vaguely, vaguely. So he has, since like, they split up, you know, because they want to move different places. Mm. So Lee started his, his own podcast. Yeah. One of them, it says, it's like, it's called like, I don't remember what the name of the podcast is, but it's like, you know, whatever, whatever podcast. And then like the tagline is, like, you know, the McDonald's science is like 99 billion served. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing, but it's like what over 1 million doses of THC served. <laughs> like, what, what, like, also, like, one over 1 million edibles consumed, or like a, a 1 million milligrams. Of <laughs> That's like funny. It was a funny shit. By the way, actually, he was on, Lee was on an episode super briefly on Tim Dillon's podcast. I, I, Dude, I don't know what that was I, about. I, I, I didn't you, get it, but I could see I that it was a joke. You, this happened like about a month ago. When I told you that was that was one of the hardest times I've laughed all 2021. <laughs> Not exaggerating. One of the really? hardest laughs. I oh my god, I was dying. Tell me why. I I, I knew it was a joke, but I couldn't because, understand why. Because 
because Lee used to be a producer for Joey's show, and Joey's show is like one of the biggest comedy podcasts out there. Right. So right. was the and joke that Tim just like stole Tim, him or Tim's what? Done, yeah, like Tim like has done a bunch of Joey's like podcasts. It's like him and Lee have a good relationship. Oh, okay. like saying, oh, like Ben, you're fired for being my producer of my show. And since Lee isn't producing a show anymore, that yeah. is the joke's like, oh, he brought Lee in to replace him. That's fine. Producer. Okay. That's <laughs> that's so great. Right, yeah, so I, he, saw, I was like, what the fuck? Is that that one dude from I've seen in the background of those Joey Diaz clips? Because I don't even really watch. I didn't really watch his podcast that much, but I recognize yeah, yeah. his face vaguely. It's like. It's one of those, it's really, it was actually a really smart, really well done like bit because unless you're like a com like a, not even like comedy fan, like you'd be like, like a comedy online podcast fan mm. of that like extremely niche genre. Yeah. It's get super that joke. niche. It's and if you don't niche. get it, it's kind of like what what is this? But if you get yeah. it, if you understand like it's like yeah, dude. Bro, okay. It floored me. It floored, it floored me. It floored now we're literally just a podcast talking about Tim Jill Dylan jokes, but I'm going to do another one. There was He posted today a picture. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe Rogan has been posting pictures of the moon and the sun and talking yeah. about the new phone he Dude, has. I saw it. I saw it. Dylan <laughs> had this post. And he's like, this is a picture of the inside of my asshole. Wow, the Samsung Galaxy phone <laughs> camera is so good. Oh, it's so bad. No, that was Google Pixel. Oh, Google, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Google Pixel phone. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. because Joe said I want Samsung. He's like, I have this Google Pixel. It's so much better. And then yeah. Here's a, yeah. Yeah. Dude, like like Joe said, he's he's a national treasure. Oh, my God. He's so good. You know what it is? It's like he's not the funniest comedian. He's not the most famous comedian. He's not like the most innovative comedian. But what he is is like there is no... A lot of is like self-deprecating and like you know, like don't have much self-esteem. He's like the total opposite. He's like the most like obnoxiously cocky, yes, like human being, which yes. is the opposite of what comedians are. And there's no one like him, and that's why he's so special. There's only a handful like of comedians that do it like that. Yeah, there's like I can't con- any off the top of my head. Uh, well, controversy noted, Crystalia and Brian Callen would be too. That play a similar thing where they're like coming at it yeah, confident first. Even even podcasting, they're both like kind of beta, you know. Maybe Brian but, Callen like, is a little bit. I, I I think so, especially Brian. But Chris, but Tim is just like I I'm right, you're wrong, you're a piece of shit. I'm elite, <laughs> yes. and he's it is. elite. Yeah, that that shit makes me laugh so hard. It's like it's like what Jerry Seinfeld wants to say almost. Dude, he says some shit. He really says some shit. Rarely, though, on stage or on a podcast. Oh, yeah, not on stage. Well, he doesn't do podcasts, but on, like, the Comedians and Cars show, which I've seen, like, every episode of, like, five times, he, yeah, he says some shit. Jerry, Tim Dillon's what Jerry Seinfeld wished he could have been. <laughs> if the, yeah, his, if he didn't age. have to. Not not, not for his, like, success or, like, what, what he's doing, but as far as, like, freedom to, like, say whatever. Exactly, because Jerry Seinfeld had the network show. He couldn't fly off the handle too much. He had those powers, even though he had stand-up and that was, you know, destroying. But yeah, you can't really, you can't fly off the handle because of that. I was going to say one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars a month. What? On his Patreon. Who does? Tim. One hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars a month. That's more than Schultz. Are you for real? How did you hear this number? You can you can just see it. 
Oh, it just says on the it just says on Patreon. Oh, that's how much your creators make. Oh, wow. I didn't know that that was it was visible. Like you track how much they're making like every week almost on Patreon as a as a patron. You can you can see. No shit. Oh, so you wait. So you have to be a Patreon member to see how much they're making. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say that would be a fun game we could play where it's like who is making the most money on Patreon. But if it's private until you're on, I mean, let's 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 Google it and let's see if there's any hints. I'm subscribed to Schultz and Joey Diaz. I'm not subscribed to Tim though. Mm. But I know like history of hyena, like like Joey makes 50k a month or like 60k a month on Patreon. Um. Okay. History ideas. They're pulling like over a hundred grand together. Oh no shit! That's yeah. great. Like their like their show online wasn't huge, but the Patreon was like absolutely massive. Oh, that's great. I wish that they were sh- still doing the show together. I hope that they do a show together again someday. I think one day they'll bring it back when they're like older and their kids like older. Like bring it back. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Once Chris has dealt all the TV BS and movie stuff, I think he'll come back. I know because I think he has to do the Hollywood stuff for a little while. Or he yeah. wants to do that. I know Schultz, if they're going to or make, they were probably about 90K. I think they're close to 100 grand now. A month. Okay. Okay. But Timmy D has like 175 or whatever. A month. No and shit. It's like ridiculous. No shit. Okay. I, so I'm pulling up, I'm trying to Google right now and see if there's any hints. And so far, I'm not recognizing, I mean, I'm just looking up Patreon creators in general and I don't recognize anyone on this. These top Patreon What's creators. Earn more than two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, for sure. I mean, it does obviously doesn't have to just be comedians or something like that. But this is, yeah. I mean, I wish I knew. A, have you heard Chapo Trap House? Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay, that's one of the big ones. CGP Gray, um, last podcast on the left. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. Never the Glass Cannon, Easy Allies. I don't really know these. I've never even heard of any of these. Oh, I've heard of Hank Green, SciShow. That's a big one, I guess. I was kind of hoping that there'd be more people I'd recognize, but that's interesting that you can see the actual numbers that he makes on the thing. That's weird, right? Yeah, that's it is weird. That's actually, I wish that it wasn't weird. I wish that people just talked about how much they made and it was really normal because I think, isn't that a thing that some, I was going to say some cultures that's common and in America, it doesn't seem very common. Europe, like at your work, like everyone knows what everyone else makes, which I think is a good thing. Actually, and, and they found like they decided it actually makes people like happier and like more at ease with like their job, like their position, their role. Like it makes them more comfortable that everyone knows what everyone makes and does, make bonuses and stuff like that. That makes so much sense because everyone, everyone knows about everyone, so it doesn't matter. Well, it's like and it's easier to negotiate for salaries too, Cause you, right? Because you, you can actually negotiate negotiate from like a like actual like number standpoint and then if you prove it like bosses tend to be more willing to give that extra money because they can actually see the fall of the paper trail like okay this actually makes sense whatever basically this makes so much sense it makes so much sense because the main reason you're at any job you have the job to make the money it's always like that's the first thing to do and hopefully you enjoy it and this and that but the only reason you walk into the door the first and foremost it's it's that and I think there's a weird thing where people maybe aren't comfortable with that premise, but I think it's kind of just true. Like mm-hmm. you're there to make money first and foremost. So if in America, if 
that's the main reason you go into the job, but you don't know what everybody else is making. It's like, you don't, you just see the hierarchy of where people are at and how things are structured from like a responsibility setup, but not the money setup, which is like, if you saw the money setup, then you would understand the business better. And then you would understand your place and how everything is set up better. And that would make that I totally see why it would make everyone feel more at ease, like in Europe, because then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, now I see why this person, my manager is making X amount more than me because they have been here this much longer and the clients they have do this or that. And that's this, this much help more helpful. Like that makes so much sense. It's transparency. It's trans. I totally agree, man. That's so interesting. Cause like, yeah, that's like, that's so interesting. I don't know why I'm so excited about that. That makes a lot of sense to me. I've I've been at jobs where it's not encouraged to talk about your how much you make, but I always yeah. talk about it with my coworkers. I'm, if the, I, if it, I, that's what I do. Totally. And I try to do yeah. that with like just like in social situations too. And it's like and not at all in a way of like bragging or anything like that. Cause I think that's the other perception too. People think if you're talking about it, you're like bragging or you're like trying to figure out how to make more money. I think it's just interesting. And I also yeah, think it's I, like one of those weird rules. It's like, why are we following this rule? Like, if we actually are enjoying the the social situation, why is this going to make it different? Knowing how much we make, why would that change it? Ken, I like this conversation a lot. A couple things. I think we in America, especially, tie so much identity and value and worth and social status with money. Agreed. Whereas in Europe and places across the world. It's not your status is not associated with your money oftentimes. So talking about your actual income isn't as much of a stigma there because why does it matter? That doesn't attach to your personal status among your your culture. Whereas in America, it's mm-hmm. the opposite. Money is everything. Money is how we dictate where you are in a totem pole. Yeah, so and I think that's not insecure if if they know they're on the bottom totem pole because of their income. Yeah, and that's where I think it gets too far, right? Because it's like it shouldn't. It's should, money should be like one of. The, I feel like it should be transparent in a job, so you know how the business is set up and how it all that all works, and you can like negotiate and shit. But outside of the job, it shouldn't dictate how you see somebody else. And obviously, life is more than just that. But it's all messy here, and so it's real awkward. Sometimes I'll just ask, like, "Oh, how much are you making?" or this and that, or "I'm making this amount." Opening the door for them to say, you know, because it's just it's weird to not do it. I I think. Think about like, for example, with dating. Right, Mm -hmm. dating is a very intimate part of one's life. It's a very personal, um, you know, journey that every human goes through is their their love life. Right. Right. We are so. Rhea, drop a hat to share that information with any family member, any friend, even like random strangers, people were just met. You know <laughs> what I mean? We're so ready to share that, inf- like just tidbits of information relates to that. Like, right. just the fact, like, I'm, I'm single, I'm married, whatever. Just right. that small piece of information alone is like, we're so ready to drop it at, at the, you know, mm-hmm. ready to say whatever. But it comes right. to like money and finances, for some reason, that's so private. Like your friends, right? Mm-hmm. You're just ready to talk about, you know, your school life, hey, I need to do this, this, and this to, you know, move ahead and get this degree. Should I go for it? Should I not? We talk about that. Mm-hmm. It comes to, like, dating. It's like, you know, it's this girl. is a, a situation. Here's all the details. Because we want to improve in our dating life, our academic life. You know, we're trying to get fit. We you ask your, your gym buddy, whatever. Yo, like, you know, how do you do this? Like, what are some gym tips you have for me? Mm-hmm. Why, don't we t- why don't we do that with finances? 
or like your income or like different ways of like, you know, organizing your taxes and stuff like that. But for somebody that's so, such, so private, you don't want to talk about it. Why not yeah. shop with friends about that? I agree. I totally agree. And I try to push it. It's just the reason is because it's like, I get sometimes nervous about it's that too. To social status. It kind of shifts the, the level of power in a relationship and a friendship. Sometimes. Uh, in a way, yeah, because it's like we yeah. don't want it to. We 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 would never think it would happen, but subconsciously, I think it does. Subconsciously, I think in a way, it is funny, right? It's like I have a, yeah. I know someone who, um, it maybe I shouldn't say this. Go ahead. Let me think if I let me think if I would say this to him, and if I would say it to him, then I'll say it. Let me think. Um. Okay, I would say it to him. I'll, I would say it to him. That wasn't just a bit. I actually was thinking about it. Okay. Um, he's been making a lot of money with crypto, like a lot. Base, a lot. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I, I told yeah, you about yeah. this a while ago, and then like, there was a little dip, and then it went right back up. And he's doing great. And he has a number for when he's going to pull out for most of it. And he's going to leave a little bit in there, just almost a nest egg or something, just to let it just continue to grow and play with it a little bit. But like, it's a lot. And it's funny because when I've seen him just in passing, I've seen him before he was doing crypto. <laughs> I've seen him on days when crypto wasn't going well. And I've seen him on most of the days where it's going great. And it's really funny, man. Like shoulders a little bit more back. He's like a little bit, he just seems like he's just a little bit more confident, just a little bit more like, all right, let's go. Let's like just a little bit more like present or something. I don't know, which makes sense. It's not, I'm not dissing it, but I noticed that. I noticed that he was doing that. (laughs) I was like, I think crypto is going well for you today. That's what I was thinking. What's like the subconscious psychology behind that? Like, when you get like more money or you get like a check that's like more than you expected or something like that, there's like a little bit of like a, a boost, right? It was like a happy boost, but like a, almost like an ego boost almost. Right. I think it's like, it's like the idea of, it's the idea of fuck you money. Even if it, you don't have fuck you money. Right. But what does fuck you money mean? It means you have, what 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 does it give you? It gives you the, like like, what, how it's like a, a caveman. You know what I mean? Does it mean you just have more resources oh. at your disposal, so you can have like, you see, you see where I'm going with this, right? So if it was, if you're gonna do caveman analogy, and the caveman has fuck you rocks, <laughs> he has right way he has more like unlimited resources, right? He has, he has so all many extra like the food, all right. the land. That way, he, yeah. more of the girls want to come and fuck him because he has more resources. Therefore, you can spread his seed more. Well, I was gonna. Evolution. I mean, yes, but I was thinking like. The the fuck you part is like I don't need to rely on you to get more rocks because I have all of the caveman rocks that I need. Which makes me that superior person. Which makes or, or not even necessarily superior. It just means that I don't have to tread as lightly around you because I don't need if things go south with this relationship, I'm gonna be okay. I think that's yeah. what fuck you money yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what it is. Guys, real quick, don't forget to follow us on social media at TikTok, Cooking Coach, Cooking Coach Pod on Instagram, and then Cooking the Coach on YouTube. You can find a link in our bios, both of our individual bios for the podcast as well as the podcast page on Instagram. 
You can follow the links to TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram, where the podcasts are, audio-wise, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Give us a follow, like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, and share some clips, man. We're doing some fun things over here. I think pay stubs should be public for everyone to see. I think there should be like, if you're a part of a company, you should be able to look up anybody's pay stub for any week period and you can track all of it. Full transparency. Agreed. Agreed. I think that would be good. Full transparency. Now we're just an HR podcast. <laughs> it would make dating easier for women so they could see who makes who makes the most amount of money. They can go after what they want to go after. Oh, so now you're talking about outside the company because that's like there's a website for that too where there's like they estimate what the people at positions in companies that you're not a part of make. What well, if, well, if your everyone's income was just public? Wow. Well, what if that happened? What if it was so public that it was a part of your inst- like media. say your, your social media yeah. like it just got fed into that right up there with like your name if you did the pronouns the pronouns are there income yeah, yeah, is yeah, underneath yeah. that and birth then certificate, your birth number. certificate well not the social security let's not get crazy but i don't trust people that much right now dude i don't think that knowing people so see now now you're being these these fear-mongering uh corporate managers who are trying to scare away their minions from just talking about their numbers Oh, Black Mirror, just saying things. It comes full circle. I actually worked for the lead. I work for the 1%, all right? I am the 1%. Yeah. Oh, it's dude. all come full circle. Dude, okay, this is just speaking of corporate overlords. Did you see Jeff Bezos, what he got back from being in space? I know he, I know he went to space all the day. Yeah, well, we talked about it on the podcast he was going to, but they did the first trip. But I was like, a, oh, maybe he'll, maybe he won't. I didn't realize he was going. No, they, you know, he came back, and the video he... They're like, has this inspired you to push deeper into space? He's like, hell yes. And he was so like, and just like, like that, but like insane. He's a lizard lizard person. Bro, he said something that was so. Lizards are supposed supposed to go to space. First of all. Yeah, lizard people aren't supposed to be in space. They're supposed to come from space. Maybe that's yeah. maybe he should be in space. Maybe that's actually where he belongs, that's, because he, he is started, a lizard he, person. He got in space. He got into outer space, and then he started like transforming back to his old stuff, his <laughs> yeah. skin, and he was forget everyone on the plane. So yes, down emergency. Yeah, and like uh, like yeah. many reptiles, like as he was coming back down, like his tail came off again. Like he lost the yeah, tail yeah, yeah. after it grow after it grew. So. He said, Jeff Bezos, first of all, just as a disclaimer, because I don't want this to sound a certain way. People will complain about billionaires and it's like, they'll complain about like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and like maybe a handful of other people. But like, there's like a couple buzzword names and it's clear. It's like, these are the only people who make a billion dollars whose names you even know. You don't even know the other people's names. And by the way, these are the public billionaires. These are the people who will tell you that they made a billion dollars. Do you think that everyone is honest and everyone tells you? Speaking of, of salary transparency, do you think that people who make astounding amounts of money are always honest with how much they make or even tell you? Wait, Ken, are you talking about billionaires or trillionaires? Because you know there's some billionaires in Saudi Arabia. Thank right you. Now. That's what I'm saying. And that's the thing. You no one know the people who are complaining about like 
like Jeff Bezos, fair enough. But like, you don't even know even the name of the person who makes more than him. You don't even know that person exists. And that person the is Rothschild. out there. Exactly. Multi-trillion dollar family. You don't know dude, anything about them. I just, I, that, that really annoys me. But anyways, Jeff Bezos said something that was, he said it. Oh my gosh. It was like, Wow, this is like what a movie villain would say. He was saying that basically there's a lot of industries on Earth that cause pollution. Yeah. And so he was saying in the future, we can get those industries and do the work in space so we don't pollute Earth. And then basically his point is we can pollute something else and then bring the shit here so we don't pollute here because here's the best. Now, this is the thing, This and now he's saying it, the way he said it is like, just from, you're hearing it right away, it's like, oh, maybe he's trying to save the planet. But here's the dark thing. Do you, he's maybe not only up. saying, he's not only saying that those jobs are going to be, if I understand, he's not only saying those jobs are going to be automated away. He's saying that they're going to be off of the planet. Think about someone with that much money saying, your job, you're so useless that I could have a robot do your job in space and you don't have anything to do. Think of how dystopian that is. Think of losing your job and then looking up into it. the stars and knowing that there's a machine doing it and going to be sending it. it down from the heavens. I love it. How wild is that? That's... That's uh, that's that's like that's not a psychopath. I don't know what is, dude. And he, and he was like, "Look, this isn't for me. I'm gonna be dead before this gets done. This is for the planet." And it's like, oh man, what's he after the next psycho? Man, I it, I just thought that was wants, so dark. He wants to freeze his brain and live to be five thousand years old. Dude, you gotta look up the video. It's on TikTok. You gotta look up the video of him laughing. It's so was that insane? <laughs> oh man. Was his skin about to come off? Oh, man. The mask, he was the little puppet. hyper as fuck. Now, to be fair, if I came back from space, I probably would be too. But wow, that was crazy looking. Or here's a different take on it. Maybe Bezos was so excited and wowed by space. It was the first thing in his life that humbled him. He's, you know, he's a he's a, the richest man in the world. He's the richest man in history. So what if like going to space like really humbled him and like realized, oh, wait, I ain't shit. I mean, think about it. Like, how's your brain not, how's your psyche and brain doesn't, not break when you go to space oh i mean i hope it does man i think it's a good thing to have that happen who's the other there's another billionaire who was just in space was it richard richard branson was he in space or was it what was the his thing it was it was a space flight yeah yeah it was like barely like it was like barely in space but what did richard branson do what is his thing why is he rich he owns he owns lots of like companies i don't know i just know he's, his name <laughs> yeah He's just a guy. That's Dude, we talked about Kim Possible the other week. Dude, he looks so much like he would be a character on Kim Possible. If you're watch the video oh, podcast, sure. oh my god, he looks exactly like a a super rich guy on that show. That's unbelievable. With the accents and everything too. That's hilarious. That's been another episode of the Cook and the Coach. Um, hopefully audio will be better next episode. Um, yeah, we'll, our we'll bad. Taking care of for you. So, <laughs> um, again, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace.